Papa, it's so hot. Can you call the handyman to fix the aircon? Ah, that's so expensive. I think I can fix this for five pesos. Wow, really? How? Here you go. Just eat this ice candy. Problem solved. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Banana Key Podcast. So today's episode was inspired by this Instagram reel by Kuya Jake Taylor. So he's actually an American guy who is married to a Filipina. Anyway, he likes to post reels about comparisons between things he used to do before he married a Filipina and what he does now. So in one of these reels, he showed how before he married a Filipina, he would clean his wet hands using several pieces of paper towels, and then he would throw all of them in the trash. And then he showed that after he had already married a Filipina, he would clean his wet hands with only one small piece of paper towel. <laughs> and then instead of throwing it away straight after, he didn't want to waste it. So he used it to wipe many other things like the kitchen counter, the fridge door, the stove tops, and even his whole car. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, because isn't it we're like that? I I just yeah, realized after seeing this that oh yeah, that is our trait. Like compared to more affluent Caucasians, right? We tend mm. to tipid. So tipid actually means it's a Tagalog word which means wait, save? Is it save, save. or yeah, yeah to save. save to be frugal to yep. save? And for those who are married to a Filipina, so it will be a cross cultural shock, right? Like oh. yep. How come I had to use only one paper <laughs> towel to wet my hand? Isn't that just, you know, an negligible amount of money? But yeah, that's that's us. That's us Filipinos. Mm-hmm. We tend to be not be wasteful onto a lot of things. And that's mm. because probably we don't have a lot of money growing up. We don't mm. want to waste. And so we are forced to be savers. Yep, right? exactly. Forced savers. So this episode will be about that. It's about things we do to save money or as we say in Tagalog, tips. Yes, so I guess Kuya Jake's example is our first tip. Like we make sulit or what's a silit? You make use of stuff like paper towels as much as you can, right? In <laughs> fact, we didn't even have paper towels in our household, nope. did you? Nope. When I was growing up, I, I we didn't have them. Like we had rags made of our mm. old clothes. And yeah. before those clothes became rags, they were our sleeping or our lounging clothes, right? <laughs> yes. I remember a popular trapo or rag would be, uh, I used to be good morning labakara. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. After it has maximized its use as a labakara or as a towel, mm. then it will become a rag in the future. That's yep. its second use. And before those clothes, the, those probably are our siblings or cousins' clothes, right? <laughs> yeah. Or some other strangers' clothes because they were bought by our parents from the ukai ukai or the secondhand shop. Yeah. Actually, I had a lot of ukai ukai clothes. Mm. And I remember ukai ukai shops were very popular because sometimes there are dollars, there are bills. Oh, yes. In the pockets. <laughs> of those secondhand shops. Yeah. So they came mm. from abroad. And they were actually good brands. I remember some of them were like, mm. say, Calvin Klein or something like that. Like, I could never afford that mm. brand new, right? I don't know. I don't even recall if we were selling Calvin Klein in Sambuanga City for that matter. Mm. <laughs> because that's, that's it's too expensive. But the problem with Ukay Ukay sometimes is because they came from, say, the West, mm. a lot of the sizes are actually plus sizes, right? And ah, you, as true. a high school student, mm. it will look weird. You would look like a <laughs> hip-hop rapper. Yes. <laughs> So aside from clothes, another thing that we don't want to waste is actually food. Mm. And we've mentioned this in our previous episodes about how we tend to be horrified by food fights, mm. food fight scenes in Hollywood films, right? Because we don't, we would never ever waste food that way. Yeah, no, I've never be shocked. done that. Like, why? That was a perfectly good pie. Why did he throw it out? <laughs> what, just for a prank? Seriously? Yeah. That's how expensive that prank is? Mm. Mm. And... Uh, even if they say, oh, those are leftovers. No, even for leftovers, we keep them in the fridge. We keep them as long as possible. And we sometimes try to reinvent things, right? Mm. Our popular dish, for example, uh, lechon. Mm. is um, skewered uh, pork and char-grilled, right? And mm. if it's not finished, 
we make it into something else. We make it into a lechon paksiu. We yeah. just add vinegar, mm-hmm. let it simmer, add some additional spices, and yeah, lechon becomes lechon paksiu. Yeah, and now I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and speaking mm. of food, when I was a child, we saved money by bringing baon or packed mm. meals for lunch at school, like rice and fried fish. And then I remember we would just eat them cold because there was no microwave to warm them up in the school, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever it was, I mean, I realize Americans also some of them have packed meals, but then at least their food is like sandwich. It's fine to eat them cold. But now that I think about it, you're just eating cold food for lunch, but because you had That's no right. choice, right? Also, I had to eat the same thing for five days straight because my parents would do a batch preparation yeah. during the weekend because this does not only save on effort, but also on the cost of gas for the stove, right? If you cook mm. a lot of food in one go. We actually do this now. So we, we signed up with Costco. It's a mm. warehouse store. So things come in bulk so what mm. we do is instead of letting them go to waste we actually prepare a lot in in one go and then just make that lunch for the entire week or two weeks for as long as you don't get so fed up with the same food <laughs> over and over again it's it's all right I mean, yeah that's a good point yeah. this is actually a good I, I do see like there's a subreddit about sunday lunch mm. prep or sunday meal prep i think where mm. they do that, where they show, okay, what did they prepare in batches? So I think this is yeah. actually a, an example of a good tip. Yeah. And it's it's not saving not just money, right? Your time as well. Like, mm. can you imagine preparing lunch every day for the next morning? So if you just prepare it in one go in one weekend, then, you know, you save time. Yep. We also found this article from grit.ph and it's called Tipid Tips 100 Ways to Save Thousands of Pesos Every Month. Ooh, thousands mm. of pesos. So one of the tips is grow your own herbs. Mm. I don't know. This is, I, I think this is for people who have green thumbs, right? I, I don't <laughs> think this is for us. Like we've tried growing plants before and all of them died and I feel so horrible so <laughs> oh yeah you mentioned probably okay. not for us <laughs> yeah but uh, in Philippines you were taught how to grow basic vegetables yes we do yeah. not just herbs mm-hmm. right? so vegetables um, in our home economics and life education classes we call that hele mm-hmm. yep. I know over the years that subject morphed into something else but yeah yeah when we were growing up it was hele yep and it was n- it was hele <laughs> because you didn't like um mm. uh, the things well but- it, it was just too random like for us for example one of our hele hele class mm. we were just making ice water so we what? Would go to, yeah. why was that a class so we were making <laughs> we would go to the pozo so it's a well, mm. uh, and then we would make ice water, and then our teacher would sell it. And then now that I mentioned that, I don't think we ever had anything for the proceeds. I think all of the proceeds just went to our teacher. Oh my God, your teacher was using you for child labor. <laughs> yeah, now oh that I God. remember. So, so that was ice water. But what we did grow vegetables. Like I remember we had uh, kangkong. Mm. We had, um, what else did we do? Yeah, mostly kind of vines. And yeah, now that I remember this, it was actually a step program. So first it was vegetable growing. Mm. And then we did cooking Mm. that following summer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we grew, we kind of cooked it into meals. Yeah. So we did learn some helpful (laughs) tips from Hele. Not just Not just, you know, (laughs) making ice water. How to make ice water. Yeah, yeah. I think we also learned how to sew... In Hele, and I forgot what else. But yeah, I remember cooking as well, yeah. The article also states, learn how to make your own coffee instead of buying it. I think this means learn how to brew your own coffee instead of buying it from a cafe like Starbucks, for example. But for a lot of Filipinos, brewed coffee is still expensive even if you make it at home, right? Like, we Mm. usually just have instant coffee, that's the right. Nescafe 3-in-1 and all those other yes. <laughs> brands, mm. Copico, right? In fact, I was well into my 30s when I started having brewed coffee at home. Mm, that's yeah. right. Because they come with a cost, right? Like uh, you, you buy, say, whole beans, then you need a grinder, and then you need mm. an espresso machine. You need, you need a lot of stuff to brew. But I remember even like in Singapore, for example, the Nespresso capsules, they're cheaper 
or like maybe mm. one Singapore dollar for a capsule and gems. Mm. She still felt it was expensive because like yeah. a, a sachet of instant coffee is like less than that, really, right? It's yeah. what, 50 cents? Or like yeah. it's definitely way less. So if you're a Filipino who grew up in the Philippines especially, like that's mm. in your mindset and it's expensive. For me, the saving on coffee came when I appreciated black coffee. Mm. Like not having any milk or sugar just black coffee it's the cheapest right like if you buy three in one maybe it's five pesos but if it's just the Nescafe instant one that's <laughs> black then maybe it's 150 I don't know it's significantly less right because sugar is expensive <laughs> no and but the, the taste no once mm. you've acquired a taste for brewed coffee you realize that instant coffee is not good yeah, right that's, that's the that's the thing <laughs> mm, so that's, that's, that's why you, no, no matter how cheap it is I don't think it's mm. You know, you're not going to want to drink that. Yeah. It's a blue pill, red pill kind of situation. <laughs> Once your eyes are open, there's no yes. closing it again. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe back to that coffee, right? Maybe stop faking your life. Don't climb the social ladder too much. Like, if you mm. can't afford it, just don't buy it, right? Like, mm. a lot of people, a lot of Filipinos feel that pressure mm. to keep up with the people around them. And so, you know, even if they don't, probably have enough budget for it because you know everybody in social media is doing it and so they need to buy it and then snap a photo and then post it in instagram and then yeah yep, i've made it and then later on once you finish your coffee yep i don't have baon for tomorrow I don't have lunch <laughs> yeah because how much is starbucks i mean i don't know how, how much it is nowadays but in the past uh, what is it, a hundred something, or maybe now? But that's like a lot of money for Philippine salaries. Maybe my first Starbucks coffee was. I was already in college, I think. Well, I was working because there was no Starbucks in <laughs> Zamboanga. <laughs> so I had my mm. first Starbucks in Manila. It's so expensive, though. Like yeah, 100 yeah, plus yeah. when I was growing. Yeah. But I was still a student, 100 plus. I'm saying, hmm? Yeah, it was so and pricey. And I didn't buy it for myself. I, somebody bought it for me. That's why I was able to try it. So, it, like, normally, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it for myself. <laughs> it's just too, too expensive. Yeah, and, and mm. we're saying this that uh, Filipinos, like, okay, for people like, so what? Starbucks is nothing. But in the Philippines, it's a lot. And we're saying this because in Singapore, Singaporeans don't even buy Starbucks. That's true. Unless it's on buy one, take one. Remember, like, mm. they would have once a year or I don't know how often there would be a one-for-one one deal. And that's the only mm. time that you'll see, like, a very long queue for Starbucks suddenly. Mm. And people that's wait right. are willing to wait. That, that's the funny thing. Like, you can afford this, guys. Why do we need to queue here for, like, half an hour? <laughs> Okay, so now if you buy six bucks, you'll have two coffees. What is six bucks really like a mu- a lot of money? <laughs> but mm, that's, that, that's the thing. Singaporeans are way more frugal than yeah. Filipinos, right? That's right. So you can see that Filipinos are just being pasocial or mm. what's your term, social climber or whatever. Mm-mm. But I actually prefer the, I would say. How, how do you call it? The hawker style coffee. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what they, pref- they prefer the Singapore. Mm, and it's way it's cheaper, local, right? It's $1 uh, or something. Yeah, less than a dollar. And it's really good. And it's, mm. it's actually very strong. I used to just enjoy one coffee and then that's it. It powers me the entire day. But now in Japan, it's a lot weaker. So uh, I get to... But, but yeah, it's a lot. And, and secondly, on, on your point about Singaporeans queuing and then, you know, spending all all that hour just to get that one-for-one deal, I think there's a different euphoria that you feel that you are able to save money, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of that feeling that, yep. okay, I don't mind having to spend a lot of time scouring the internet just looking for the right deal or mm-hmm. queuing for an hour just to get this. The, the feeling that I'm able to save money, I think that's that's something that mm-hmm. you know, I, I personally like and I, I suppose other Singaporeans feel the same way. Yeah, but I guess if you think about it, half hour, how much do mm. you earn for an hour? Like, is ah. it's not really worth it. Uh, maybe just do it with a friend, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if so you have time, time to wasted. spare, that's fine. So I'm saying that really, I was really able to compare the mindset of Singaporeans versus Filipinos, right? Mm. Like, they're into saving, especially on food. They're not really spending it lightly. It needs to yeah. be worth it. Yeah. That's right. And another one on the article is take advantage of happy hour. So yes, you can do this, right? Happy hour, I guess the, the drinks are cheaper. Sometimes it's one for one. Sometimes maybe mm-hmm. it's a little less. There's a discount. But 
for Philippines, actually, we usually just drink at home instead. So that's yes. way cheaper. <laughs> or mm. actually on the street outside our homes. Um, but I don't think that's a good look for some people, right? Like Because mm. those tend to be the tambais or what they call them. <laughs> yes. Singing my way over karaoke. Yes, usually it's like the men who are uh, staying outside the homes. Mm. You don't need to do that, but you could just stay at uh, inside somebody's home. So you save mm. a lot of money on the drinks because, well, you don't need to pay for the venue, essentially, yeah. right? So like a bottle That's of right. whatever gin or something is cheaper compared to mm. if you buy it somewhere else, in a restaurant or in a bar. And not just mm. for drinking, actually, but also parties. We just like to cook at home mm. or do potluck which that's right you did yesterday yeah. right <laughs> we we just did yesterday and usually when we do parties here in, in japan for filipinos we, we just do it at home mm. and that's because we save money on actually paying for a restaurant to cook for your food i mean mm-hmm. like you can just cook, cook at home right and then when you invite people they would ask okay what do we need to bring okay just bring whatever food you want to share so essentially potluck right and then mm-hmm. They can bring drinks as well, or you can buy from grocery in advance. Like maybe mm. a bottle of wine costs, I don't know, $6. But if you went to the restaurant, it's probably $30, $40. Yes. Mm. So, and even if you bring your own drinks to the restaurant, you will be charged with a corkage fee. So mm. it really is doesn't you know work in your favor if you're just partying outside. You save a lot of money. And I think it's much more dynamic the party is much more alive if you're at home mm. so what we did yesterday was you know fire up tv and just sing karaoke and there are a lot of free karaoke's just go youtube right mm-hmm. you, can, you can sing for free and we did nintendo switch games as well mm. yeah those we are have fun a lot of, yeah and we, we collect a lot of board games that like we have a lot of mm-hmm. card games so there are a lot of options available depending on the crowd obviously so so yeah that's one of the cheaper ways to entertain mm. a party because otherwise if you're outside in your restaurant right you're there just for food yep and then maybe after an hour and then the waiter will be like you know staring at you <laughs> while you're not ordering anymore mm. it's time to go and then once the eating at the restaurant is done once you're done dining mm. then you ask yourself okay what do we do next do we go for bowling do we go for like whatever it costs a lot of money just do it yeah that's that's the best one. Yeah, it's way cheaper to have house parties, actually. And I, I, I do agree. And I miss that, actually, because here in Hong Kong, we all have small apartments because mm. we're living <laughs> separately. So yeah. so we don't really have a lot of those. But yeah, when we do, it's usually more fun. You end up staying the whole day. Like last yes. time we did that, we were there for lunch and then we end up going home at midnight. So we're there for mm. 12 hours. Yeah. And the only thing you spend on is the food that you brought. Like it was yep. toka toka or you know you just bring whatever right so yeah. for me I don't like cooking so I just like probably I don't even remember what I brought no I think I I did cook I cooked tender juicy hot dogs because, <laughs> <laughs> because Filipinos love that so it's cheap though I just bought like two packs or something and then it's mm. easy to cook and that's it well I suppose if you don't really have a choice you really you know in Hong Kong you have a small space there's mm. no way to host a party you really have to go out and be at a restaurant, then mm. maybe bring a senior citizen with you. <laughs> a senior <laughs> citizen ID card. <laughs> you get a senior citizen <laughs> discount. Well, we're, we're trying to save money, right? So um, I actually that's, don't that's know if they have senior citizen discounts here. In Philippines, definitely they mm. do. And it's prominently displayed. Yeah, I haven't noticed that here. Maybe there is also. Mm. But I don't know. That's something we don't know this because we're not senior citizens. <laughs> but in the Philippines, if we're out with our parents, they, they always mm. are very proud to show their senior citizens card, right? So they can get like a 20% discount, I think, or something. But it's mm. only for them though, right? It doesn't apply to the whole thing. So not Well, maybe just bring a senior citizen who has a I don't know, a pension for food. So maybe if you order and then it will be like, oh, please apply a senior citizen discount and then the cashier will be like, no, but this, is only apply- this only applies for the senior citizen. And then just point to the senior citizen. It's for him. You see? Mm. He can eat all of that. So No, I don't think. <laughs> and they usually divide it, I think. If there's, they say, 10 people, they will divide it by 10 and the discount mm. is only for the one piece, unfortunately. I see. Yay. Yeah. Oh, 
still, still yeah, tissue still, got a discount. Money, yeah. yeah, not bad. Mm. Yeah. Okay, sure. That tip still works. Okay, so we're, let's go away from food before we get hungry. So, another tip. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One last time. One last item for mm. food. I see this in movies. I don't know if this has happened to you in real mm. life. When, If you go to a fancy restaurant, you bring maybe a dead cockroach with you. Oh my God, that is a horrible <laughs> tip. <laughs> that is criminal. I, I only see this in Filipino movies, you know? Yeah. The eating out and then after you finish the meal, then you show, oh, there's a dead cockroach. And they will just free. comp it, right? To be fair, not just Filipinos. I think I saw in... No, remember Brooklyn Nine-Nine? There was an episode with Jake's sister. She said, oh, don't worry, this is on me. And then she put glass on the food. <laughs> Broken glass. Oh. No, I wouldn't say this is a good tip, guys, because we no, are encouraging. A, this is just a joke, yes. It was a joke. Please, if you don't get sarcasm, it's, it's a joke. No, this doesn't work in Samboanga, I just realized, because one of... The fast food restaurants, which was actually, well, my favorite as a kid, right? So I went there as a kind of, an, I think I was already an adult. And then I ate there and there was a cockroach uh, in the burger or something. Obviously, I I never went back there. I think I did mm. tell them and they were like, oh, sorry, that's it. <laughs> sorry. And then there was this other restaurant. It's actually a popular restaurant. And then I went there with my brother and his wife. And in her glass, there was like a cockroach egg on the stem or something <gasps> like in, inside. And then we told oh. the waiter and they didn't do anything about it. They probably thought, oh, that's not ours. You brought it yourself. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I was so pissed. Like, can you believe it? Like, you are a decent restaurant. Yeah. And I remember I posted about it on Facebook. And then my former teacher told me like, he said, unfortunately, um, Sambuanga has terrible service. And that's the truth, though. Because it's oh, really? not like Metro Manila. So mm. my friends who have lived both in Sambuanga and Metro Manila, they always say, oh, yeah, uh, Metro Manila has a way better service. I don't know. They're trained better. Sambuanga <laughs> mm. is a city, but it's kind of like a provincia mentality. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So this, this tip of yours does not really work. <laughs> even if it's literally their cockroach, they, they don't even... I see, I see. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, let's scratch that. Let's stick to the senior citizen card, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next tip is get a roommate or flatmate. So, actually, I did mm. this and Ray did this. So, in my early 20s, when I started my career in Makati, I shared a two-bedroom house with seven... Mm college classmates so our rent and utilities i remember was just over 2000 pesos for each one of us so mm. you save a lot and also when i moved to singapore i had flatmates all throughout my 11 years there and in fact ray and i were also flatmates mm. and i'm sure at that yeah. point well not for myself but i'm sure ray could have afforded his own flat but we just didn't want to spend all that money i nope. suppose for me it's okay if your flatmates are your friends because mm. it's fun, right? It's like having your family, which especially for us OFWs who mm. do not have families abroad. So it's like yeah. living with your family. But I wouldn't do this again if, you know, with someone I don't know because I've tried that also. It's it's a hassle. Mm. I don't yeah. think that it's worth you it, right? You have to adjust right? again and yeah. Yeah, and then you need to always be careful around mm. the common areas, right? Mm. Like, okay, there's a living room. I don't even get to... Use it leave. to watch TV so because it's not living room. I know. <laughs> what is that? You leave the room. You can't live in the living room and living room. Or <laughs> and then one more thing, is Like for example, if you have dodgy flatmates, if you put food in the fridge and then the next day it's not there because they took it mm. or something. So those are some things that are not worth it if you don't know yeah. the people, right? Yeah, I think early stages of your career, probably you don't need, you know, a fancy flat that you pay mm, no, a no. price on every month because you're not going to stay be staying there long anyways. I mean, you're spending time over time at work. And that's so true. you probably just go home, sleep, and then do it all over again the following <laughs> morning. So maybe at the early stage of the career, yes, like get mm. a flatmate. Like just save a lot of money for your future. And, mm -hmm. you know, once you are already comfortable, you have more time, you can clock out. 5 p.m. on the dot, then maybe you, you need space for yourself because now you have more time to spend. 
And also maybe you you want to spend on an apartment so that you could have house parties that we mentioned earlier. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you saved on that. Above. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because when you were younger also, you would have all the energy to go out to the clubs or whatever. Right. Overnight, you're just there. And then when you're older, you're like, you just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go <laughs> Spend home most of your time at home. But if you want to save, I think this is one of the biggest parts, right? Because rent is usually the biggest component of your costs, right? That's like, right. Um, it's what is it, 30% or something mm. of your income. So, yeah, if you save here, then that's a big savings. And it's fixed as well. And if you don't pay it, you'll be kicked out, right? So it's quite critical <laughs> for you not to miss a payment, not even a day late. So Yes. But if you do this, make sure that you have decent flatmates who would also pay on time. Otherwise, you would be forced to cover their rent. Mm. And then you would all be kicked out because of this person that's who right. is not paying his part of the deal. I think that's, that's the difficult part about having flatmates, right? Because it's so hard to vet somebody you don't know. Mm. And it's very transactional. So say if you have an open space for a housemate, you post it online and then probably you have three applicants or even you're lucky to have three applicants. Sometimes mm. you wait for two weeks and still no response and then you mm. finally got that response and then you ask for information or where you're from, what you're trying to do, how long have you been in the place and all that, etc., mm. etc. There are warning signs. Maybe, oh, he's he's new. He probably will not stay long but then you don't have a choice. You, mm. you, you don't have any other applicant. So, yep. so yeah, it's quite tough. Next is... Maybe it's worthwhile to teach yourself basic skills like being a handyman, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, if something's broken, the AC is not turning on, the next step would be maybe if you don't know, just to call a handyman. And mm. you know, handymans, right? They would mm. replace things that don't need replacing um, <laughs> because you don't know. Like it's their business, right? So mm. they would sweet talk you into, oh, you probably need to change the filters because. You know, if you don't change this, down the lines would cost you more and all, etc., etc. You being none the wiser, right? You would, okay, glad to say yes, you're the expert. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you 100%. And so I'm just <laughs> going to pay you and replace the filter. And maybe that filter is still good. The honeyman will use it for some other fix in the other appointment. Right? <laughs> oh my God, okay. <laughs> so teach yourself basic skills, you know, re- being a handyman at at home really saves a lot of money mm. and right now there's a lot of avenues for you to learn right you can research it in youtube and all yep. that or maybe ask a neighbor like tools for example if you don't have the tool maybe ask your neighbor mm. hey do you have a hammer can i borrow instead of you mm. buying your own hammer so there are a lot mm. of things right not just being a handyman but also you know cooking but but be careful as well right in oh, yeah. the spirit of diy maybe <laughs> You don't go into electrocuting yourself just <laughs> yes, so oh my God, you can yeah. save money. Yeah, that's Know true. your limits as well. Mm, yep, that is a very good point, yes. Maybe mm. small stuff like changing the filters is doable, but if it's more complicated than that, like there are people who like in, in trying to fix something, they damage it even more. And now you have to buy ah. a new thing. <laughs> so right. that's not good. <laughs> yep. And yeah. you would end up, you know... I don't know, damaging your house even more. So say, for Mm. example, plumbing. Mm. And you were like, I've seen a YouTube video. I can do this. (laughs) But no. (laughs) It it, it was just maybe a leaky faucet and now Uh you have flooded your entire flat. Yeah, for for plumbing, I wouldn't trust myself with it. Maybe simple Mm. stuff. Um, But yeah, it's definitely good to have a handyman in the house. And I think you were a handyman (laughs) during our time. Well, maybe call in a professional. Call in a, a professional handyman. But at least get to know the basics of what the problem is and what the, what the concept is so, so you don't get ripped off. Right? Yep, that's true. Mm. Okay, so the next tip is don't go to the mall often. So you will avoid temptations to do impulse buying. I guess this works for me because I'm a very impulsive buyer. Like if I don't see it, I won't like think of buying it in the first place sometimes like you're just, I'm just here in the mall to meet a friend to have like dinner or something and then I'm walking past some random shop with oh 50% off like I don't really need this random whatever this shop is selling but because it's there like I sometimes give in to the temptation right so if I don't go to the mall then you will not see that thing that you don't need and you won't buy it I see so if you're like yeah. me maybe you will save money by not going to the mall <laughs> 
Well, partially I agree, but maybe for the Philippines situation, right? It's too hot and humid staying at home. So mm-hmm. maybe going to the mall probably would save you air conditioning money. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> Your electricity bill will skyrocket if you just stay at home and crank the AC on. But if you actually go to the mall, you save that. Mm. Maybe to resist buying something from the mall, maybe just don't bring your credit card. Right? Oh, that's just a bring point. enough money for the fare from home to the mall. And so even if you see something you want to buy, if you spend that money, then you'll be walking home. So maybe that's more <laughs> of a bigger trade-off, right? So you, you really want to walk home. Okay. You know. What if there's an emergency? What if you accidentally stepped on a tomato? Okay, that's actually like, I don't know why. There's a saying <laughs> in some wanga. <laughs> If you don't have money, like there's a term called pecha de peligro, right? In the Philippines, this is usually like the date uh, where you're in danger because um, it's probably right before payday. So you don't have enough money, you only have maybe five pesos or something. Mm-hmm. And we usually used to joke, no pisa tomates, like don't step on a tomato because you don't have money Fine. to pay for the tomato. I don't know why that's supposed to say. Very uh, weird saying. Are tomatoes very expensive? Why is it? To- I don't know why it's specifically a tomato. Mm. Maybe that happened to someone. Who knows? Mm. My point was, what if you stepped on a tomato and you so you won't be able? You need to go ho- walk home already because you have to pay. For- Wait, how much is a tomato? <laughs> it's not that expensive. Maybe it wasn't your fault. Why did you in the first place step on a tomato? Because it fell down and oh. Did you trip? I don't know. I have no idea why that is a saying. It's very, there's a lot mm. of questions now, but yeah. Okay, I should ask some Wanganyos. Mm. Where did this even come from? Is it based on somebody's experience in real Could life? Be. Who knows? Anyway, okay. Mm. But yeah, maybe to your point, it's a good idea. Maybe if you do want to bring money, just enough to cover a tomato. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, just, mm. just not a lot. So even if, let's say, you do get tempted to spend on something, at least it's still not like a thousand pesos or something, right? It's just right. enough. You know your your limits, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point about the aircon. Because in the Philippines, um, a lot of people do this. They go to the malls uh, yeah. to take advantage of the aircon. Not only because they, they don't want to turn on the aircon at home. Sometimes they don't even have an aircon at home, right? Mm. Like for me, we never had an aircon growing up. Nope. So... If it's really hot, yes, you either buy ice candy from the Sari Sari store or <laughs> you go to the nearest mall. <laughs> go to the nearest mall. Yeah, or maybe right now you don't need to be at a mall. There are a lot of convenience stores popping up, right? I know in my neighborhood there's already a couple of convenience stores. So maybe if you really feel hot and you don't have AC, go to a convenience store and maybe walk along the aisle and maybe. Take a look at each product that they're but that is so <laughs> <laughs> But it's such a small convenience store and just walking around there. I mean, how? Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, you're, what you're is this guy doing? Maybe <laughs> get a basket and then, you know, put goods inside and then... And put them back. If your time is up or you want to go home, and then maybe just pretend, oh, I forgot my wallet. Oh, so <laughs> stupid of <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, that hmm. that maybe yes we could do that. I would totally do that. D. I would totally do that. But one more thing about the mall, right? The malls also have cinemas, so hmm. maybe that's one tip. That's stop going to the cinemas all of the time. How much is one ticket? I don't know nowadays again how much it is, but in the Philippines we used to have a lot of pirated CDs. Mm. And I guess that's why it was very common because people were saving money. What I do is I don't buy pirated CDs. I usually go to a, like a blockbuster, like a rental shop. Ah. Mm. So, But the way it works in the Philippines, I, I know my favorite rental shop was they were renting pirated CDs actually. <laughs> so that is funny. It, it was okay. really cheap. Like you, you rent for 100 pesos, you probably can rent like five titles. Mm, that's very cheap, mm, yeah. I, 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 I forgot the, the amount anymore, but it, it was so cheap. And then I was already friends with the cashier that mm. sometimes I would ask for recommendations. And then I would get them. And then I would return them the following day. So I didn't like your recommendation. Can I change it for something? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So instead of five titles, maybe it would end up like ten titles for 
Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Piracy is not good. This is probably not a good tip because uh yeah, you're not supposed to advocate piracy, but uh in in reality no, rental, rental CD is okay. Yeah, in the Philippines you could probably rent but nowadays you don't really need to to rent because we have Netflix and you have mm. all sorts of things online. Yeah. So just ask for your brother's Netflix password. Yeah, that's cheaper. <laughs> free and yeah that's one thing that uh yeah that you can also share subscriptions they've become very strict now though no what i do now is i cycle like every month i have a different subscription like recently your wife monica was um recommending a show on apple tv and i told her okay that's a good recommendation i'll watch that next month because right now i'm on netflix (laughs) Yeah, yeah That's a good... Yeah, when Netflix is done, then I will cut it and then I'll go on Apple and then cut it and then go on Prime. So what's, uh, that's what I'm doing now. Because you're that's right, they strategy. have been cracking down on mm. sharing nowadays, right? It needs yeah. to be in the, from the same household yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. Or maybe if you really want to go to the cinema because you really are waiting for this film, it you know has your favorite actor and it's just best to be in a big screen. You want to feel the... What's that? IMAX, the mm. Dolby Digital. All around you. You, you, <laughs> you want to experience that. And maybe going to the cinema, but then save money by going there by, you know, bicycle or take public transport <laughs> rather than bringing your own car. Okay, that is your point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or carpool. Uh-huh. Because sometimes, right, you, you go to the cinema for last minute and then you don't have a choice but to take a cab. Mm-hmm. Then you spend a lot of money, so you thought, okay, watching cinema is just maybe $10, but then if you add all the cost, taxi going there because you left house last minute and you won't be able to see the first half of the film if you t- don't take taxi. So, you know, mm, yeah, plan your that's trip true. Well that, that, that's a good point. Plan accordingly. And, you know, obviously wake up on time. <laughs> Because th- that's also one of the things, right? Not just for cinemas, really, but if you're meeting friends or something, right? Mm. And you're, oh, you're supposed to meet, say, at like 11 a.m., but then you w- woke up at 10 a.m., that's barely enough time to get to maybe you're go- meeting somewhere far, and then you end up having to take a cab, and then you spend mm. too much money, right? So make sure yeah. to wake up earlier so that you have mm. time to prepare. Mm. Maybe don't go to the cinema in an empty stomach because oh, there's would that also. Probably Eat at home. smell the popcorn on the way in. You you would pop by, and instead of just buying popcorn, you would end up buying that additional chicken. Uh, chicken joy, no, and just then, kidding. Oh, and then there's also hot dog because you're hungry, right? Ah, you want to eat, and you, you don't want to go out in the mm. middle of the cinema. Unlike in India, where there's actually a halftime break. <laughs> oh yeah, the apparently they do the that. But don't so, yeah, think you I, eat at the halftime break. Usually you want to pee or something, right? Like, especially if the movie is very long. Like, uh, what was that? Avengers Endgame was three hours mm. long. Mm. I was really scared that, that, like, okay, let's not drink anything the, the mm. one hour before that. And then let's empty our bladders mm. going in. Like, because I was afraid that I would want to pee. And then you will miss a crucial mm. event, right? Yeah, so, right. yeah, I, I like that India has that um half uh, not, uh, what half do you call this break. uh 15 minute or how many minutes break is it I like some I think apparently in the past in the Philippines you also had that but then I don't know oh, maybe really? they stopped doing it but anyway mm. yeah yeah but that that's a good point about making sure that before you go to the movie you prepare for it because movie concessions tend to be expensive I remember we brought was it macaroni <laughs> one time <laughs> We went to. Oh my God! Yeah, why? It was your idea, I think. Why was that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and when I opened the Tupperware, oh my God, the entire cinema reeks of macaroni. We would not recommend this, yeah, guys. Go to the, by don't the way, your, you're not supposed yeah. to bring in food from outside. Um, I know when we when in the past we did do that, even though it was technically not allowed, we would smuggle in food, but probably mm. I remember now I think it's one of the they're against that right there's like the what are no. doing <laughs> what was yes. that <laughs> don't yes, eat yes, yes. smelly food in the cinema or something like Mm-mm. the PSA that they play at the beginning and then the last tip that we have is a travel tip which is wait for piece of fare from Cebu Pacific <laughs> <laughs> 
So there are usually um, promos. So if you're mm. obviously if you're planning a travel for you know ahead of time, it's good to watch out for deals, not just from Cebu Pacific but other ones. So watch out for those. Figure out if they have a schedule usually for which month or which day that the fares are cheaper. Or I think on Google, you can do it right now. Like you can make them ping you or email you if the fare drops down or ah, something. Interesting. Yeah, I think I saw it as an option recently. The piece of fare, it's not really piso, right? <laughs> no, it's one peso me, for the boils seat. my blood. They would say, oh, piso <laughs> fare is back. Then I would click on the link. Like what the hell? This costs like ten thousand pesos. Like, how is that a piso sale? It's not really. In the past, I don't know now, but the origin of that was the seat itself would be one peso, but then there's like a lot of other fees tacked on, right? Like mm. the the taxes, the like mm. runway fee or what? I don't know. Those other random fees. In the end, you still pay a lot, but it's probably still cheaper compared to the usual. But it's definitely not a peso. But I agree with that. Like plan ahead, book your. Like maybe a year ahead, right? That's, that's is it uh, possible to book a year ahead? Yeah, some some airlines do mm. um, kind of publish their booking system a year ahead. So so yeah, it depends on. But maybe if you're saving money, don't just just don't travel at all, right? That's the best <laughs> that is a very good. <laughs> airfare is your gateway drug to spending money because mm. by the time you you buy the ticket, you will be thinking, okay, it's my vacation. So where am I going? I'm going to Norway. Oh, it'll be winter, so I need jackets. Mm. I'll be prepared. And then once you're there, you'll be like, oh, I spent this jacket, so I need <laughs> to book a tour. Mm. And then, oh, I bought this ticket, so I need to, you know. To experience the local food. Yeah, experience the local food. And then, oh, I need to bring souvenir for mama, for papa, for Lola, for Lola, for cousins. For all your cousins, for, for my 89 cousins. cousins. It's just, I don't know. It's just a money trap. Go in a travel. Yeah. But I don't think you should say don't want to travel. I mean, if you can afford it, guys. <laughs> which leads us to our hot clothes, which is that mm. it's it's good to be frugal for sure, but don't overdo it to the point that you are miserable or the people around you are miserable and nobody mm. wants to be with you because you are known as that kuripot person or kuripot yeah. is... Um, what's kuripot in English again? It's... Uh, stingy. Yeah, stingy person, right? So there, they say there's a line between frugal and cheap. So frugal mm. is always being resourceful in order to save, prioritizing for having more of the things you really care about. But being cheap is when you are afraid to spend in order to save cash for a short term, but you will often suffer inferior quality or you will suffer in the long term. So, for example, you will buy $10 shoes that have such bad quality. You know, they, their soles are very thin, so they will wear down easily. And not only that, you, your feet will suffer from the pain, from the lack of adequate support. And then it causes you to pay for medical bills. <laughs> Because you were too cheap, right? And then you also need to replace the shoes maybe every two months. So you end up paying more in, say, two years compared to if you had just bought a good quality pair of shoes in the first place, right? Right. So that's the line. So think about that. Like uh, maybe do a, what's the term? Cost-benefit analysis. (laughs) Cost-benefit analysis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Assess really what you want the most or what you need, right? Versus Mm. if you're just paying extra just for the logo, then probably you got your priorities wrong. Uh, there's also so, that, yes, that's mm. a good point. They do say that quality costs more, but only up to a certain point, right? Yes. Like for example, in our example, shoes, maybe $100 shoes would be better than $10 shoes for sure, but $500 shoes, is that really? Mm. does it really perform better than $100 shoes? I don't think so. Yeah. At that yep. point, you're only paying for the logo, like you said, Yes. right? There's diminishing returns, so it flatlines mm. to a certain point right so for you you know your finances and so you probably know where your number is and Mm. maybe just stick to that number and don't let the razzle dazzle of the brand name or your favorite actor is wearing the same oh yeah (laughs) that's true that's a good point don't get persuaded about that just look at what your use case is because you Mm. probably are paying too much for something that you know 99% of the functionality you're not gonna use Mm. so yeah 
set your priorities straight. Mm. And yeah, maybe there's also that point about not oversaving and then sacrificing too much mm. of today in order to prepare for the future because we don't know, right? Nobody is certain about our future. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe learn to live a little as well. Don't yeah. overdo, as you said. Yeah, because yeah. like um, tomorrow is not promised, so... <laughs> Nobody promises the tomorrow. I don't, I don't really know why we have that quote, but yeah, tomorrow is not promised. Promise. Be promised. Mm. What? Be promised. Okay, we're not sure where this came from, guys. But anyway, mm. yeah, but that, 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 there is a saying about that. Tomorrow is not promised. So obviously, it is important to say. We're not saying don't save at all, but don't be a miserable person that mm. you save, let's say, 90% um, of your money because of a future, you know, like you want to um, be able to travel when you're retired. But by that point, you're old. You won't even get to enjoy traveling anymore because you have mm. weak knees. You are, you know, you, can't, you have very little energy. So just maybe have balance. Find the balance. Mm. Like, save for the future but also spend in the present so that you will get to uh, experience if buyag buyag what's the buyag buyag knock on wood you die tomorrow mm. at least you were not miserable and somebody else will benefit from all the money that you saved right mm. and also don't lose friendships or relationships because you're a miserable person to be with. Like, mm. for example, I've had a lot of friends actually who had a lot of fights with their husbands. You know, they, they got married and then they they bought, say, a long champ bag and then their husband is like, why did you buy a long champ bag? And then their first ever quarrel as a married couple is because of a, <laughs> of a bag. Which, okay, fine, I get it because um, maybe it's just, as Ray said, it's just the brand. But to be honest, long champ is like on the lower end of the... Mm-hmm. It's not a Louis Vuitton or something. Like, are you going to lose your wife because of that? Like, think about that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, cost-benefit again. Um, is it worth, you know, the stress of being around you? Or also, there are these people, like, you know, you go out, have a meal, and then they want to just pay for what they ate, but it's just a little amount, and then you cause stress, and nobody wants to invite you again next time. Like, oh my God, and we're going to bring out our calculators every time. <laughs> if the difference is just, like, $5, like, seriously, you're going to harp about a $5 difference like it's not yeah don't be that person nobody wants to be around a person like that I would think mm. yeah don't lose relationships mm. from being cheap essentially friendship <laughs> over because of cheapness <laughs> because of that yes Okay, so if you have any um, comments about this topic, please feel free to reach out to us. Please follow us on Instagram at Podcast or on Facebook as well. Or you can email us at bananakipodcast at gmail.com. So tell us about things that you do. Give us your pagtitipid tips. And, you know, anything else that struck you, did something we say make sense? Did you realize, oh, yeah, I didn't realize I could do this or something like that? Please yeah, let I us know. I've a tomato before. <laughs> yes, are you one of those people? Are you, in fact, the reason why that saying existed? Let us know. We would love to hear that, okay? <laughs> and your comment might be featured on the next... Cutie Minute. The time minute. for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it... Cutie Minute. Our cutie for this episode is Cheska Neo. Ooh, are you related to Neo of Matrix? Cheska? <laughs> Jessica. 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 Jessica Neo. Mm-hmm. No, maybe... What's your favorite Neo song? Yeah, her name is actually not common. Do you think this is a portmanteau? Like maybe her mom is named Jessica and her dad is named Charles or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really know. good point. <laughs> Charles and Jessica, I think. Yeah, maybe. Let us know, Jessica. Anyway, what did she say? She said, Can you have an episode na Bisaya speaking lang? Hmm, would love to hear you both na mag o Bisaya. <laughs> Ooh, that's an interesting episode, D. We should do that. We should totally yeah. do that. To the people who don't understand Bisaya, <laughs> you will not understand that episode. And because this is a podcast, a, a voice podcast, you will not be able to provide subtitles. So just, <laughs> just letting you know in advance, you can, of course, skip that episode. But yeah, that's probably what we'll do next. Or maybe we can figure out how to put it on YouTube with subtitles. I don't know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll see if, if I'm not too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe AI can do that, no? 
Oh yeah, that's a good AI point because nowadays, but does AI know how to translate Bisaya? Maybe because Google already knows Bisaya. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, you know what? That's a good experiment. What is the term? Mm. <laughs> we'll try that then. So we'll record our next episode will be in Bisaya. We don't know what the topic is yet, but it will be in Bisaya and then we'll try to upload it on YouTube and use the subtitle function and see if it works, right? Yeah. Mm. And then we'll let you uh, know. Yeah, we'll let you know. We'll, how will we let them know? Just watch <laughs> out for YouTube. We will probably put it uh, the link in the show notes. Oh, and by the way, speaking of which, we also have a YouTube channel. Okay, I'll put the link in the notes. We don't put everything in there. There's just some episodes that I uploaded there just, you know, so that people would probably find us or whatever. But please, if you have YouTube, follow us on YouTube. I will put the link in the show notes as well so that we will have more followers and in case we uh, we decide in the future to upload more stuff in there, then you will just you will be the first to know, right? Yes. I just did a quick test. Uh, Google Translate has Cebuano mm. to English and I put Bahug Utut and it was able to say stinky fart. <laughs> so the level of accuracy oh level of accuracy is pretty damn good. I mean, if it's able to translate <laughs> that, you should be able to translate common okay. conversation. That's a good point. Okay, there you go then. So we would probably be able to have good reliable subtitles for our Bisaya episode. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening right now. And also, please give us a 5-star rating. Yes. And that's it for now. That's it. Bye. Bye.